This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A monster born of a violent past, clawing its way into a doomed future. The streets are its veins, carrying its diseased lifeblood. Its skyscrapers are twisted bones, jutting up into the blackened heavens. And at the withered heart of it all is a dingy office tucked into a dilapidated slum. The door reads, Blake Sky, Private Eye. I've been doing a lot of thinking, Webster. Thinking about the choices a person makes. About the sum of a life's decisions. Was it one singular moment that brought me here? That made me this? Leaving home, dropping out and enlisting, pursuing certain cases. Or maybe there was never really a choice. Maybe my story was written in ink. No, no, not written. I'm printed on pulp destined for the trash bin. He always talked this much? It's sort of his thing. Hmm. Always sound this dumb? I can hear you both. Good for you. <sighs> this was a mistake. I mean, we're hiding out in some O'Shea Lackey's bordello. First off, the Tantalus Theater is a respectable business and Kaiser is a gem. A little forward. Could maybe cut back on the ether. But a real gem. Second, if you want to leave, the door's right there. Blake, please. Mickey's helping us. Yeah, I love helping. You sure do. It was you who helped Danny Glynn into the harbor, right? You want to ask him? I can introduce you. Whoa, whoa. I think everyone just needs to take a moment to breathe and calm down. I'm perfectly calm. How about you, Mickey? Cool as ice. Okay, well, I need to calm down, so can you pretend to get along, please? Who's pretending? I told you. We're all friends now. Thick as thieves. Seems pretty thin, since you're the only thief here. Mmm. Hope you're a better gumshoe than a comedian. <sighs> this is never going to end. You're making the librarian upset, Flatfoot. Don't worry. You two will be out of here by midnight, and that professor will be learning a lesson. Let me guess. Don't mess with Mickey O'Shea. Oh, look at you. Figured it out in everything. I don't know. I've got a bad feeling about this. Don't you wear your pretty little head about this, Elle. Tell you what, I'll find you one of Kaiser's boys and send them up. Take your mind off things. What? No! A girl, then? Sweet Jenny's a peach. No, I meant- Well, I mean- if she's not enough, just call down. They're joking, right? That was just a joke. Who the hell can tell with O'Shea? I really hope this plan works tonight. I can't stand much more of this place. Mickey isn't 
that bad. Are you counting the rib breaking in that assessment? Uh, no. Uh, Look, I know Mickey is a criminal, but they are helping us. And Gordon brought us to them. Yeah, which kind of just raises more questions. Blake. What? Stop that. Stop what? Whatever you're doing right now. Trying to connect dots and sabotage your feelings for Gordon. I'm not sabotaging anything. I just... need to know. Why? Huh? Well, why? Why do you need to know? Why wouldn't I? If Gordon was friends with Mickey, why did- Blake, I listened to your dying words. You wanted Gordon. Now that you have a chance to fix things, I don't want you to ruin it. I'm... I'm sure Gordon will tell you in time. It's not that simple. Yeah, Blake, it really is. You just accept you don't know something, and you don't assume the worst. We have very different meanings of the word simple, Miss Linguist. Ugh. How can you be like this and yet still treat me like a child? It's a mystery, kid. I know you're doing it on purpose, and I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. It's a good lesson to learn. Never let them see you bleed. It's why I make so many jokes. I'm pretty sure they just end up seeing you bleed and thinking you're not funny. (laughs) You've been spending all your free time here thinking up comebacks? No, actually, I have been productive. I had Gordon and Mickey's two friends... Thugs. Friends. Pick up the books from your office when they went to get Webster and remove uh, the bodies. Kit. Eleanor, I don't think it's a good idea to read those things. All this supernatural junk? You're gonna get hurt. I'm not going to do anything stupid, Blake. We know we're messing with something serious now. And I'm the one with the ability to do this. We have to find out what August and his friends are researching, what their goal is. Their... what was it? Magnum Opus. Right. We have to just find out what it is, otherwise we can't stop them. Howard said something about the Opus being big, world-changing. And he asked me about... He asked me about the nature of reality. I mean... I guess using magic is messing with reality. But that all seems very vague. Yeah. But then he started going off the deep end. Yelling and mentioning something. uh, The the rites of Chargarum. You're sure he said Chargarum? Yeah. He said the rites of Chargarum have a terrible price. One he... uh, He was never supposed to pay. I don't know what he means by that, but... I have seen the name Chargaram. I think it's somewhere around... Ah, here. So, between the Romantic language text, the Semitic language text, and the Mystery language notes, I've begun trying to complete a comprehensive translation. I found out a few key things. Uh, For one, it's not called Mystery language. Wow, that's a... Real shocker there. It's got a few names. Maybe titles would be more accurate. The First Tongue, Old Speech, Vox Progenitor, and Verov. 
based on those names, I'm going to guess it's pretty old. It seems that way. Like I said, it doesn't look like it has ties to any known language. But based on what I can translate, it's complex. Something beyond the linguistic needs of prehistoric tribes or even early civilizations. In fact, Constance and Dini spent a lifetime in heated debate over whether or not- uh, Eleanor, Eleanor, can we save the thesis for later? What does all this mean? It's just a hypothesis, but I think that whoever made and spoke Veroth either died out long before recorded history, or that their language, their culture, was intentionally erased. Which ties into these rites of Chargarum. How? I don't know about rites, but I have seen Chargarum referenced. Apparently it's a Verothi name, and it means the grasping hand. The nightmare. I think it's safe to call it more than a nightmare at this point, Blake. No, I... I mean... When it was just a nightmare... I would see August Howard. I saw him grabbed by the same awful hands that grabbed me. Wait, so you saw Professor Howard in these dreams? And he came back? Right. I think whatever is going on, whatever this Chargarum thing is doing or, or wants, it's affecting me and Professor Howard. So he is coming back. He's going to come back just like he did last time. And like you did this time. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think so. But we've got an ace up our sleeve. And what's that? He still thinks I'm dead. When we were both bleeding out, he seemed to think I was destined for the big sleep. Which means he didn't know that any of this was going to happen. But what does that get us? I don't want to sound mean, Blake, but how is that an edge? It's an assumption we can use against our enemy. Howard is a pompous, arrogant, self-important windbag. He thinks he knows every angle of everything. He can't even consider someone else knows more than he does. That's pretty accurate, yeah. Even when he doesn't know something, he thinks he knows exactly what he doesn't know. To him, those gaps are potholes to be filled, instead of vast oceans to be spanned. You know, that was, uh, pretty poetic. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. If I ask you a question, will you promise not to get mad? Um, no. Fair enough. How were you even interested in Howard? I mean, maybe it's because we got off on the wrong foot, but, uh... It's hard to explain. Yes, he can be coarse, arrogant, sometimes a real pain in the ass. But there is also this clarity to his confidence. And with me, there was always... Always what? I don't know. I want to say longing in his eyes. Maybe it was a lie. But even now, I can't help thinking there was more going on in him. Whatever is in him, I think it's coming unglued. There were points in my office where he was 
disoriented, manic, and aggressive. Isn't holding someone at gunpoint always aggressive? More aggressive, then. Either way, I think he's experiencing the same thing I am. These, these alternate lives. Well, hopefully it will all be sorted out tonight. Then we can go back to your office and... You don't really believe that, do you? Mickey said... You and I are the only ones, aside from August and his pals, that have even a clue of what's going on here. Mickey might be able to go toe-to-toe with most people in this city, but I think we both know that they're in over their head. Maybe not. I, I saw them loading up that truck. You said it yourself, Eleanor. Some things just don't die. My gut is telling me that no amount of firepower is going to be enough. Don't take this personally, but I hope you're wrong. Hey, me too. That must be Gordon. Blake, remember what I said? I'm not going to do anything stupid. I sure hope not. For Gordon's sake. Hello? Blake, it's Gordon. Hey, Gordy. I was starting to worry. I'm fine, really. You working? The red hand doesn't get to close just because a bunch of academics pick a fight with Mickey. Hey, I'm part of this too, you know. Believe me, I know. I was with them when they loaded up your body. And that professor. What, uh... What did they end up... They ended up tossing him into the harbor with some cement shoes. Don't want anyone pinning a murder on you. Especially if that bastard is still alive. And, uh... What about me? I mean... The me there. You you sure you want to know? Why? What did you do? I'm just... Asking. Because I... I don't know. It's not often you get to tell someone what you did to get rid of their body. Am I feeding fish too? Do you really think I'd do that? I mean, I hope not. (sighs) Mickey knows a family who runs a crematorium. I slipped them some cash and they let us... Let me try and give you a a proper send-off. I appreciate that. Hey, what are exes for? If not, secretly burning your body. Oh, uh, exes, right. (sighs) Blake, you know, I care. I I know you care, but nothing between us has changed. I still want something quieter than... You're willing to live with. That's not fair, Gordy. Not fair? How the hell is that not fair? Because... Because I can't give you that, even though I want to. What do you mean? When Howard shot me, when I was dying, I realized the dumbest thing I ever did was let you go. And I wanted more than anything to go back, to fix that, to make you as happy as you deserve. But now... Howard and his cult are trying to find Eleanor, and they're going to keep expanding. I wouldn't be surprised if they were looking for you now, too. None of us are safe. So what? So you get a pass? You get to keep being Blake Sky, professional martyr, and I have to like it? No, I... I'm asking... that you believe in me. That you believe in me when I say that when we get through this, not if, but when... I lock that office door for the last time, and you and I start a life, a real life. Can you 
can you believe in that? You don't do anything in half measures, do you, Blake? Is... is that a yes? No. No? Why, Gordy, I mean it. I'll give it up if it makes you happy. That's just it. Either way, you're this righteous, self-sacrificing saint. You either give up your life trying to be some hero in a trench coat, or you give up your dream trying to be a good husband. I don't want to be a hard choice, Blake. I don't want to be some noble calling. I... I love you. And I want you... I want to be with you without hurting you. That's what I want too, Gordon. You're, you're telling me not to compromise, but that's, that's impossible. You're telling me to choose between being a detective and loving you. Well, that's easy. I'm never going to stop loving you. Giving up being a detective, it might hurt. It's, it's gonna hurt. But I know I'll never be happy if I give you up. I bet you say that to all the guys who cremate you. Hey, jokes are my thing. Yours is, uh, being handsome and smart and kind. You're a bad influence, what can I say? Speaking of, uh, bad influences, Mickey. Blake, play nice. I've already got enough enemies. You've got a point. Gordy, you, you know you can tell me anything, right? Um, yeah, I, I know. And that I'll love you. No matter what, right? Blake, you've made this very weird very quickly. What's... What's on your mind? Okay. I just need to know. Eleanor, what are you doing? Saving you from yourself. I don't need saving. Did you just get into an emotional argument with Gordon? Yes. And were you in a place that seemed hopeful, like your unlikely love could blossom? Um, sure. And were you going to ask something dumb, like why he's keeping secrets from you? I don't think it's dumb, exactly. It's very dumb, Blake. It's not even a good secret to start a fight over. And what would be a good secret, then? I don't know, like being a masked pirate, or the long-dead lord of a haunted manor. Uh, Or the lover of your servant, who is actually your twin, separated at birth. These all sound like the plots of trashy romance novels. They are not trashy. I mean, I've never read anything like that, but... Bad news. All of Kaiser's crew is currently occupied, so I have to do... Am I interrupting something? We were just discussing literature. No need to worry about it. I never worry about anything. Not even Professor Howard and his companions? Listen, Al. I know the good professor's a big shot for you and the Flatfoot here, but I've dealt with worse than him before. We're going to flush him and his cronies out, teach him a lesson they'll never forget. And what about when August comes back? If Professor Coward comes back, we'll kill him again. It's going to stick eventually. That's not technically true. I think the finer points of logic are going to be lost on some long-faced, overdressed anarchist. You can't overdress when you set the standard, Gumshoe. Besides, a sharp suit opens more doors than any key. Give it a try sometime. Hey, my clothes are fine the way they are. Yeah, some people don't need to look good. Uh, wait, that came out wrong. Thanks for the backup, kid. (laughs) As much as I'd love to stay here and tell you how to dress, I'm already running late. Gotta go see the fireworks start at the elephant's heart. Obviously, you two are gonna stay here, but uh, I got a surprise for you. 
Got some real swell radio gear for my old army buddy. Herschel's got the transmitter in a truck. Once I get there, we'll start this off right and... Nightmare. God, I don't even know if you can hear me, Mick, but it's all wrong. What the hell? They shouldn't have started already. I tried to stop Kadir, but he's a dumbass. Said it would be a good surprise for you. Mickey, I don't like the sound of this. Tell him to come back. It's only a receiver. They've got the transmitter. The bottle bomb hit the side of the bar, glass and fire sprang out. Everybody started cheering, but it didn't catch. The fire just hung to the side and died out. We threw five more, each one doing the same thing. You've got to find a way to get them back, O'Shea. They're going to die. Nobody dies unless I say so. Sit down. Please, Mickey, can't we call them or- I'm going down. Someone has to. You're going to sit down and be quiet. I promised Gordon I'd keep you safe, and no two-bit sleuth is going to make me a liar. So you're going to keep me safe by stabbing me? Eh, I'm sure you've had worse. Both of you, stop it! This is- Something's out here. Nobody could make it out, but it's here. I heard it take down Johan, Paulo, Kadir, and I saw... I saw things. I don't know what they were. A vision of it stalking through vine-choked treetops and subterranean tombs. Rending a cockroach the size of a roadster to gory bits. No. Not just roaches. Everything. It hunts everything. Looking into the eyes of so many... things before it kills them. No. Not kill. It's worse than that. It's... It... It's here. It found me. Mickey, if you can hear this... Take care of my niece. Tell her I'm sorry and... Come out. Hiding. No use. Wait. Is that Kadir? Didn't he just say Kadir was dead? It's not Kadir. It's not Kadir. What's he saying? I don't know. It's Hebrew. It's the Hashkivenu. The what? It's a prayer for protection, or shelter from evil. Oh God. Christ, Mickey. Mickey, turn that off. No. We don't need to hear this. We're gonna hear this. That's my man out there. So we're listening to this. We're gonna remember this. When I string each and every one of those bastards up. You can't fight this like a gang war, O'Shea. Don't concern yourself with how I win my fights, Flatfoot. You and Al here focus on your mumbo-jumbo. I'm gonna go call some families. Keep me up to speed on those books. Tell me how Howard pulled this off.